If you're ready to say goodbye to being a boss babe or hustling 24-7, welcome to Life in Business. This is the podcast for women just like you who want an easy and effective way to grow your business that's built around genuine work-life balance, not growing a million-pound empire. I'm your podcast host, Libby Langley, award-winning business coach and Amazon best-selling author, known as the queen of easy business because of my sensible and easy-to-implement ways to earn more by doing less. In Life in Business, I share with you how to make small but effective tweaks, how to be confident in your business decisions, and how to make a healthy and guilt-free profit doing exactly what you love the most without working 14 hours a day. Get ready to make your dreams a reality. Here's this week's episode. Hello. Welcome to another episode of Life in Business with me, Libby Langley. Today, I want to talk to you about spending money. (laughs) I talk a lot about how you can save money and make more profit, but today I want to talk about spending money and investing it in your business. I've invested thousands, thousands and thousands and thousands, I don't know, 50k, maybe 60 over the last 11 plus years I've been in business and it's pretty much all been worth it, I'll say. The main things I've invested in is conferences and training, software and coaching. So I'm going to kind of give you a bit more detail about about them, about what I've invested in, about why I've invested in these things and kind of to help you make some decisions about what would be best for you to invest in as well. So these are like the best investments I've made in my business over, over the years. I want to dedicate this episode to someone as well, to my friend Colin. I discovered very recently that Colin listens to my podcast every Thursday on his way into work. And so, hi, Colin. Um, I was absolutely blown away by discovering this because Colin doesn't own a business. (laughs) Colin isn't a woman. Colin isn't, you know, in my target audience. But um, he he kind of quoted quoted some things that I'd said back to me in the podcast. So it just goes to show that whoever you're talking to, you know, you have your kind of ideal audience, um, your tribe, and but whoever whoever is listening or whoever is reading the content that you put out there, they can kind of they can still get something out of it. So you can still help people and support people and I don't know make people feel better about their day, um, even if they're kind of not the ones that you've got in your head when you're talking talking, if that makes sense. So yeah, this is for you, Colin. And the reason this is an appropriate episode to to dedicate is because there's kind of a lot about friendship, really, in this episode. And obviously, Colin is, um, yeah, my best buddy. So here we go. So the three things that I've invested in have been conferences, software, and coaching, really. So conferences, this was like a really early on thing for me. I started my business in December 2011. And I remember probably six months later, I saw an advert and I I do not remember where. I saw an advert for a conference, a new conference in San Diego, Social Media Marketing World. And I thought, I need to go to that. My business was very much focused on digital marketing and social media as well as business coaching back then. So it was it was kind of spot on in terms of, uh, you know, target audience aiming at me. But 
I'd not been in business very long and it was a big chunk of investment. You know, it was not, it's not an inexpensive conference to go to. And obviously getting to San Diego isn't the cheapest. And I always choose to fly direct wherever I can because it might cost you more, but oh my God, it saves you so much time and energy. And yeah, I hate that kind of like, "Mm, we're going to go via Phoenix or via wherever the hell uh, just to save a few quid. So more expensive flights because I like to fly direct with BA when I go to San Diego. But so I went to my first social media marketing world in the, I can't remember what month it was, January, February or March. Uh, It's always that time of year in 2013. So I'd been in business just just over a year. And I went and we actually made a, ended up making a holiday out of it. And we drove from San Diego up to San Francisco and flew back from there. But I went to this conference. I There were a couple of people that I'd been talking to on Twitter who I knew were going to go as well from the UK. But other than that, I knew nobody. I knew of some of the speakers because I followed a lot of people um, in the online world, in the digital world. And off I went. And it was incredible. It was the first time they'd run this conference. So this year is their 10th and it was their 10th anniversary. And I've been, I think, seven or eight times uh, since. Uh, It's been, you know, it's been an important part of my life, but particularly in those early years. And it was so good that first year and then, you know, those, those earliest years because I got to meet some really cool people. I got to make friends with people who just understood what I did, um, which a lot of my in real life friends just didn't really have a clue. A lot of them didn't necessarily have their own businesses and it just shortcutted things to meet other people, other solopreneurs, sole traders and people who who were really familiar with the online world, with the digital world. Um, That shortcutted a a lot of the conversations. It's a really great conference for a kind of social engagements. Now, I'm not the most social of people and I don't, I I kind of struggle with new people. And, um, (laughs) but anyway, when a conference is set up to be, to be very kind of uh, community minded, then that's quite easy to start conversations with people. So in those days, you've got your lunch included as well, as I recall. And so you picked up your lunch and you went and sat somewhere. And of course, you sat next to someone you didn't know. And it, all these conversations started. And I met some incredible people in those first early years of going to social media marketing world. And many of them I'm still friends with. Some of them we we would arrange to meet each year when we went, you know, some drop off. But yeah, still friends with a lot of people on Facebook. And that friendship is so vital when you work alone. And that friendship of people just understanding not necessarily the world that you work in, but the fact that you work for yourself because it is just so different to the world of employment. There are different things that you worry about. There are different things that matter. There are diff- there's different language that you use, you know, the, the things that you talk about. So I'm forever grateful for seeing that advert or wherever I first heard about social media marketing world and actually taking the plunge to go. And I remember talking about it with my then husband and him saying to me, is it going to make a bit big difference to your business? And I said, yes, I think it will. And so we planned the holiday afterwards around it. And and it did. Yeah, for sure. Not in terms of, I guess, me getting clients or or anything like that, because it's not wasn't that kind of 
conference, but certainly validation that I knew what I was talking about, which is a good one, and meeting people and making connections, being able to go, having the experience and having the stories to share along the way and be able to bring back the new information that was, because in America, things are always a little bit further ahead, but bringing back kind of, oh, this is this is how we're doing things now and bringing it back and being able to share it with my audience. You know, a fantastic opportunity. And also one year, I think it was 2015, when I went, I um, I went with um, a friend of mine, Sam, and she was one of the people that I met on Twitter. So we met the first time, but we went, we kind of went together 2015 and she sent me a challenge to interview as many of the speakers as possible. And so I did a series of, 20 second interviews and I asked these people what their top tip for marketing yourself online was I think and I you know 10 or 15 of these interviews I got so of course that was great content that I was able to come back with and actually kind of launched myself into the into the world you know ingratiated myself into the speaker community a little bit doing that so it was these opportunities exist for all of us you just gotta pay to go right? So you've got to just kind of take the plunge and do something different. And to me, it's really normal to go to San Diego to a conference because I've been, like I say, I've been to social media marketing world seven or eight times, whatever it is. I've also been to traffic and conversion a couple of times there. I've been to content marketing world in Cleveland, Ohio. It's nothing, it's normal for me to go to conferences in the States. And I forget sometimes that this isn't the norm in the business world. People don't do that. And I know this does set me apart in the knowledge that I I have and the experiences I've had and the things that I've learned that all adds to me being able to support people better. It's all kind of part of the mix. But if I didn't take that leap of faith to start with, I don't think I would be where I am personally or professionally because it gave me a lot of confidence along the way to just get up and do stuff just go out and, and do stuff. And I'm I'm not a go out and doer necessarily. But when you see an environment where other people who are, you know, arguably no less than you are up there on stage talking about stuff, then it really does bolster, bolster you and give you confidence. So I'm forever grateful for all the conferences that I've that I've been to. And I have actually been to more in the States than I have in the UK. So, Plus, it's no excuse to go and have some California sunshine, which um, I ain't never going to turn down for sure. So the other thing that I've always invested in and I believe is absolutely worth it is software. Now, I'm a bit of a tech nerd, I guess, in that I like technology. I like software. I like finding things that can do something in less time than I can. I'm, you know, kind of becoming quite a big fan of AI at the minute. And I'm playing about with that and seeing how that can save me time and energy and and stuff. So I I really like that kind of world. And I guess because I've always worked in digital marketing, it's always been in a tech-based world. Plus, you know where you are with um, software and systems, right? (laughs) So it's much easier than, uh, than people. So the reason that investing in software is so important is efficiency is the number one thing. It can save you hours, absolutely hours. And it also makes you and your business or can make you and your business much more global. And I think that is far more important now than it ever was. Because in this 
post-COVID world, we're all absolutely used to just doing things online and it doesn't matter where people people are based because you can just do stuff on Zoom and you know the, all, all, all borders, all boundaries are just, just disappear. And that's a really, really powerful thing. But one thing that I've noticed, and this is a particular bugbear of mine, is that I know people who need Zoom to have meetings, right? Yet they will not pay for Zoom. So they're still using the free version and they're still getting cut off after 40 minutes. And it's like, it's about 15 quid a month, you know, it, just invest in it. Make yourself more professional. Give yourself the gift of time to have the proper meeting that you need or to deliver proper client calls. Limiting yourself to 40, 40 minutes, it just, it makes no business sense. And I'm, I bet you that those people who won't pay for Zoom pay, you know, 90 quid a month for Sky or Netflix, <laughs> £10 a month for Netflix, all of these things that people pay for without kind of really thinking about the cost. And it's like, this is something that you need in your business that's going to make you better at your business and make it easier for people to to communicate with you. Why would you not just pay the money? To me, that's an investment that absolutely needs to happen. But there's tools such as Calendly, which I use all the time. It's how you book calls with me. So if you wanted to book an hour's training session with me, strategy session, you book it through Calendly. Uh, book and pay through Calendly, even better. And if you want to have a free call with me, a 30-minute session to talk about your business and how we might be able to work together, also all through Calendly. So it means that Calendly picks up my availability and then people can just book in. It stops all this to in and fro in of, when are you free? When are you free? When are you free? Oh, no, I can't do that. So when else are you free? Just, right, here's the link, book yourself in. And again, there is a cost to that because... I have different um, options, like you can book a one-hour paid-for strategy session or you can book a 30-minute free call. So because there's more than one, then Calendly charges you, and also because I take payment through there for my one-hour sessions. But still, I can't remember how much it is. It's under £15 a month. But the time and energy it saves, absolutely worth it beyond a shadow of a doubt. So email marketing software, I use ConvertKit, wouldn't be without it. I can schedule my emails. I can see who's opened everything. I'm GDPR compliant. You can set up landing pages. You can, (laughs) all sorts of things that you can do. Absolutely worth paying for. And just general software that's going to make life better. But not to say, don't just invest in software for the sake of investing in software. So I'll come back to my, you know, work less, earn more. Make sure that you're spent whatever you're investing in, you actually do use, okay? I've talked before how, about how I've changed software. Um, I used to use um, Kajabi. I now use Thrivecart because it suits my needs better and um, it's over £100 a month cheaper. So that's, you know, it's not to say just spend on software for the sake of spending on software. Make it sure it's the right software. And I used to run, um, I used to have an on-demand webinar that people could sign up for. That was all done through EverWebinar, which I paid a subscription to. But it meant that people could just access this masterclass whenever they wanted. I didn't have to do anything. And all the email sequence follow-up was automated. So I could get, you know, for that, the program that I was selling at the time, 
People were signing up literally while I was asleep because everything was automated. All of this is possible, absolutely possible in your business. And it's worth setting up if that's the kind of business that you've got. And a byproduct as well of of this software has been the Facebook groups, the support Facebook groups that go with them. Generally speaking, there'll be an official, official group. And it's a place that you can go and ask questions and share ideas and all of that. But actually, it's a place where I've made some really useful connections and friendships. And I've guested on podcasts as a result of people I've met in Facebook groups. And it just is yet another example of how these kind of friendships can can crop up in situations where you you wouldn't necessarily think, but also you've got a shortcut because you're already talking about the thing in common. So the um, the thing of the reason that you're in the Facebook group together. So it's definitely worth doing a little evaluation of what you need, what you don't need to get rid of that, save some money, make some profit, and then what would be useful for you. And if you find that, oh, I wish I could do so-and-so, 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 but I don't know if there's any software of that, message me. You know, I might know, but if not, I might know the person who does know, okay? So um, always feel free to DM me on Instagram at Libby Langley, and I'm always happy to talk software with you. (laughs) And then the third thing that I've always invested in, and I am a huge advocate of, is coaching. So I started, I joined a mastermind. I think that was the first thing that I did. And that I'd probably been been in business for a couple of years. I'd been in some entrepreneurial membership groups right from pretty much within a few months of being in business. But then I I invested in a in a mastermind group. And that, you know, it was was quite a chunk of money. Can't remember then. So what are we talking, 2012 or so? maybe 2013, something like £800 a month, which was quite a lot of money then, not an insignificant amount now. But for me, it made a difference to be able to have that time to actually talk about my business with people who were there to listen to me talk about my business, as I was there to listen to them talk about their business, to get their shared experience to help me and my shared experience to help them. And just work together. It was like, masterminds are kind of like having a board of directors, right? So there's a few true masterminds will only have kind of eight or so people in them and you 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 all come together and you all work together. I mean, you'll see things with people saying, oh, join my mastermind and there's a hundred people in it. That's not a mastermind, that's a group, that's a group programme, okay? So a proper mastermind is is a few people who get together regularly to, to talk about... Um, to talk about businesses and, and to, sh- to share. Always been worth the investment. I've been in some that have been better than others. I've been in some that have been paid for and I've been in some peer-led um, ones. I'm, I'm currently kind of in one. We have a, we have a, peer, a peer group, a WhatsApp group, and some of us have met each other, but we haven't kind of formulated a, a meeting yet. But it's really good, just that WhatsApp group that's simply there for us to support each other in our businesses is incredible, right? It's really, really useful. So things like that exist. And the masterminds and coaching, they help you to just get shit done, right? Because you're accountable to somebody. Because when you're sitting at home on your own, working away or not working, procrastinating away, if you know that you've got a mastermind who's going to be wondering what you're doing or you've got a coach, you've paid a coach 
to support you in your business. It makes you just get things done. And my clients say this to me all the time. You know, they just, oh, I wasn't going to do it, but then I did it because I knew that I was going to be, I had another call with you and it made me do it. And I'm glad that it made me do it. And you know, this is this is the kind of human thought process that we all, we all absolutely go through. And I think coaching and masterminds, it gives you the confidence to do it as well, because you know that somebody's got your back, whether it's a peer-led um, one that you don't pay for or something you've invested in or one-to-one coaching. Knowing someone's got your back really does kind of take the pressure off. I don't know. It's like you're not in it alone. And therefore, if it goes wrong, someone is there to help you. And that that's worth a lot. You know, it's a lot worth a lot with a lot of investment. The coaches I've worked with have varied enormously over the years. I've worked with probably about half a dozen, I think, um, over the years on a one-to-one basis. And some have been for long periods of time. Some have been for shorter bursts. Some have been for more generalist. Some have been for very, very specific things that I wanted to achieve. So I've talked about the 2015 coach who helped me build a really good online program and helped me make 20 grand um, from the back from the six grand that I invested with her in 2015. I've I've talked about that before. So if you've listened to previous podcast episodes, you will have heard heard that story. But it was absolutely worth it because I mean it was two grand a month, which I didn't know I was going to get back. I wasn't guaranteed to get it back, but I really believed that it would give me the the confidence and the skills that I needed at that time, and it did right? So that was great. More recently, I've worked specifically with a sales coach because, yeah, 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 not something I'm always that comfortable with. Um, I'm scarred by telesales experiences (laughs) in my early 20s, I think. But I don't, I'm kind of not really comfortable with um, direct selling, right? Which is not the way I choose to do business anyway. I prefer conversations and then matching needs. But I worked with a sales coach to try and you know, see if I could help see things differently. Okay. And it was really useful. I learned, I learned a lot from that. And I knew what would work for me and, and what wasn't ever going to, because I I just don't think like that, don't behave like that. I'm not that um, extroverted. Okay. So really, really useful exercise to help me understand myself better, which isn't necessarily what we went into the arrangement for, but is honestly, is just so, so useful. And right now I'm working with a different kind of coach who doesn't use social media at all. So it's helping me with um, other avenues rather than because I've, you know, social media has always been my thing, right, and my world. So I'm, I'm, she's helping me to explore other things in a more softer and gentle way because I'm moving into a new phase in my business and my life, I suppose. So what, what I've always done with my coaches is I've matched them, tried to match them to the needs that I've had at the time. And that's what I'll do with my clients too. There's some people, I'm not the coach for them at all. And I will always be open and honest about that because I'm not a sales coach. I'm not a messaging coach. You know, I'm a, I'm a business efficiency. I'm a work less, earn more coach. So that's always almost my focus. But investing in the right things for your business will help you grow personally and professionally and is never, ever a waste of money because you will always learn something. Make sure you've got the funds, right? But don't be afraid to take that leap and commit. Like when I first invested that two grand a month, 
it's a lot of money. But I believed that it was going to give me what I, I needed. And I've never been afraid to invest because it has always, always helped me. It's been like buying friendships along the way. <laughs> and it's worked very well for me. But so my advice to you is absolutely invest in the right things in your business because it will just help you move forward to where you want to be much more quickly, much more efficiently. And just you'll be happier, right? Because you won't be on your own. You'll be bumbling about on your own, not knowing what the hell's going on. Someone will be able to direct you and support you, be it a peer group, be it a conference, be it a software training video or be it working one to one with a coach. So food for thought for you there. DM me on Instagram at Libby Langley and tell me what comes up for you. And as ever, if you want to talk to me about your business, you know where I am. Go to Instagram or go to LibbyLangley.com and we'll have a chat. So lots of love. Thanks for listening. See you next time. Thank you for listening to Life in Business. Please make sure that you subscribe or follow so you don't miss any future episodes. And if you enjoyed today's show, please leave a review as it helps others to find the podcast and spread the word that there's an easier way to do business. If you want to chat with me about today's episode or suggest a topic for the future, I would love to hear from you. You can find me on Instagram at Libby Langley. See you next week.